This is Amanda Dolan, and welcome to The Mental Society. Uh, Today, I want to talk briefly about gun violence, school shootings, and mental health. Uh, There was another school shooting here in the United States um, in Nashville yesterday, and uh, it hit me and got me thinking about some things. And then I saw something to talk about in a second that that got me thinking even more. So this is not a discussion about the Second Amendment or the right to bear arms or who should or shouldn't have access to guns. Um, I'm not going to talk about the statistics of how many school shootings there have been or how many people have been killed by guns in the United States. I don't want to talk about the gender or the race of shooters. All of those things are important things to discuss and they all matter, but that's not the conversation that I want to have today. And that's, that's not where my brain is. Um, Growing up, I, and I'm sure many of you out there had similar experiences growing up. We had tornado drills and fire drills and that was about it. Um, And, you know, tornado drills, they were mostly just annoying because you were on the floor and you were in a weird position and you were facing the wall and you couldn't talk or do anything. And it was, it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Um, It got you out of class for a little while. And I always felt like, well, that makes sense. It's necessary because tornadoes happen here. I live in Kentucky and tornadoes are a thing. And Uh, We want to be safe. We want to make sure that we um, are safe and secure and not injured as much as possible. And no one has any control over that. Like we, we're not going to know really without much warning that that something is coming. Um, And fire drills, again, like fire was real, you know, it was something that might actually happen. And again, it was, it felt like it was there to, to make me safer. Um, so, and, and fire drills too, like I kind of loved fire drills because, well, you got out of class for a little bit and you got to go outside. And, uh, once you got all checked in, Sometimes your your teacher will let you, you know, stay outside and keep playing. And who doesn't want a little extra, you know, time to play outside with their friends? And so never, ever did I feel any sort of fear or anxiety, at least not that I remember around tornado drills or fire drills. Um, and I like I just I mean, I don't know that I ever really thought about them. Um but I never had a lockdown drill, never had an active shooter drill. There was nothing like that. Um, and I know that I grew up, you know, in a different time and place in a different, you know, way um, than, you know, what schools are right now. And the thing is, is that, that I never had that. And I never, I don't know what that would be like to experience that. Um, but what got me really thinking on this was I saw a TikTok last night while I was 
mindlessly scrolling and basically the TikTok, and I'm going to try to find it again and link it for you all so you can look at it. But it was essentially, you know, someone from another country saying something along the lines, oh, there was another shooting in America. Should we start having our kids here do uh, active shooter drills? And the response was essentially, no, that would cause unnecessary trauma. And then the, you know, it was, well, why do they do it in America? And the answer was, for them, it's necessary trauma. The thought that there's any kind of trauma that's necessary breaks my heart. Um, I currently work with a lot of individuals who are um, have CPTSD or complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, and in that work, I am seeing how people 20 years after they've experienced a traumatic event are still working through it. They're, they have physical um, manifestations of that trauma. Uh, mental health is impacted. And I'm not talking about mental illness. I'm talking about mental well-being. Um, so there's like, there's that piece. Um, and then, you know, like there's the the difficulty they have sleeping and holding jobs and and all of those things. And so I cannot, I cannot understand why necessary trauma would ever be a thing. And yet in this case, it, it feels like it is because again, it is about our kids' safety. But what I'm I'm wondering, questioning, curious about is, is what is this trauma doing to our kids? And whether it's the trauma of being in um, a situation where there is a shooter in their school or in their neighborhood, or if it's just hearing about it, if it's seeing it on social media, if it's the experience of a lockdown drill, I don't know. But this potentially causes trauma for our children. And that makes me sad and angry and concerned for our, and by our, I mean our society's future. And, um, and there's a million different reasons but here's what I want to throw out at, at y'all is money talks, right? Like, you know, it's always kind of follow the money or how can I save money or where am I going to spend my money? There's, you know, money rules the world as much as we want to pretend that it doesn't. And, and so what if I, what if we were able to look at this as this trauma that our children are experiencing will directly impact our economy. And it will, because there is research out there that shows that trauma impacts our mental well-being. 
there's additional research out there that shows people with poor mental health or or poor mental well-being uh, are more expensive. And by that, I mean, even if we take mental illness out of the picture, um, people who have better mental health, um, they have better physical health. They are more efficient at work. They take less days off. There's less turnover when people uh, feel good. And all of those things, right? Like if you're not working as well and and if you have to be replaced um, and you're, the person replacing you has to be trained, all of those things cost money. And if somebody's medical expenses are increased, well, there's two ways that that could impact you. One, if they have health insurance, that increased cost of their medical bills, guess guess who's paying for that? The person who's paying for insurance from that company because the insurance company, they still want to make their money. So they're going to increase rates. And if a company is consistently having turnover or people that are consistently not present at work, and that makes them um, be less profitable, they're going to pass that on to us because they want to keep that profit. Um, and I wonder how we're going to see that playing out over the next 10, 20, 30 years as these kids grow up. Um, and so just, you know, kind of curious and wondering what would change if we looked at this from a, um, economic, long-term economic problem and, and the potential that, that it has there instead of a gun problem, um, Right, like, like, what would that change in this conversation um, if we thought of it that way? As how is this going to affect us financially? Um, not taking guns away, none of that. Just what is it going to cost you and me and our insurance premiums and on the products that we purchase for our everyday living? And I think that there's a cost there that we're not looking at far beyond the financial. But I'm not talking about that today. What if we just look at the cost that trauma has financially on each of us? And we start there. It's like I said, money talks. So thanks for listening to me ramble a little bit about money um, and trauma and uh, go out and talk to people, uh, have a conversation about um, where they think money should be spent um, and what they don't like spending money on and what they wish that they could save money on and see see what we have in common there and how perhaps um, preventing trauma in our kids could impact those expenses long-term. Uh, if you're interested in hearing more uh, of the episodes of the Mental Society. Check us out in all your favorite places for podcasts. 
Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and all of that. Uh, find more information as well on our website, thementalsociety.com. And uh, remember that you are not alone in your struggles, that hope and help are all around you. And until next time, this is Amanda Dolan, wishing you good health, mental and otherwise.